Andrew's Daily Five. Five. I'm Andrew. And I'm Aaron. And we love the guitar. Join us as we count down the greatest guitarists of all time. Let's rock and roll. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode four of our guitarist series with my brother Aaron. How are you today, sir? Hey, doing good. Thanks for having me back on this episode. I've been super excited about these uh, ever since we started working on them. How's life out in Idaho today? Idaho is still being Idaho, where you get good weather and then bad weather for a month, and then good weather comes one day. So, <laughs> how about you? Oh, it's pretty here. Yeah, it's sunny and 65, 70. So, uh, good day to be outdoors. But instead, I'm listening to the guitar inside. So, uh, I really enjoyed your intro song that you chose. Tell us about that. Yeah. So Jesse Cook's uh, a, a flamenco guitar guy that this uh, friend of mine, Bob, I don't know why I can't talk today, he um, shared it with me and told me a little bit about some of the backstory. Um, I got really interested in some of this live stuff because I'm not usually into just instrumentals. Um, but I found it really beautiful and just, you know, well done, Mr. Cook. Yeah, it was relaxing. I enjoyed it. He's very talented as well. So, Okay, well, we've got three more guitars for you today, starting with your number 26. Who you got, Aaron? Yeah, so uh, 26, I have Jerry Cantrell. He was born in 1966 in Washington, and he is best known as the lead singer of Alice in Chains. Ah, okay. Uh, A little bit of, yeah, back history for him is uh, before owning his first guitar, he was in high school choir and would sing the national anthem at the basketball games. And it was in choir where he sang Gregorian chants and first learned the darker tones of singing that led him to form the group Alice in Chains. He is um, very talented um, as he learned to play by ear only and didn't really know how to play um, by instrument, uh, reading instrumentation. And the funny thing is he was raised on country music by his mom and dad, so <laughs> kind of strayed from the country scene there. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Alice in Chains, but... He uh, definitely brings some amazingness to the table. Uh, After he became big in Alice in Chains, he went homeless in the 90s and then finally found his way back as far as uh, living in society normally. He um, has been dubbed the Riff Lord by other great guitarists, and I wanted to show you a couple of songs that will show you why he is dubbed the Riff Lord. So... First up is one that you all may recognize. It is Man in the Box. So go ahead and play it for us and tell me what we think. Okay, here it is. Yeah. 
Okay, so tell me a little bit about uh, some thoughts after hearing that. Wow, I love that song. Um, I didn't, yeah, you're, I, I didn't really pay attention to guitar much. His voice is so distinctive and unique. Um, but yeah, he can play. Yeah, I really enjoyed listening to that kind of with new ears. Great song. Yeah, so when I first heard it again, I kind of paused when I got to that part and thought, how did I miss that guitar solo in this song? Because yeah. I think you did, like you're right, you focus on his, his interesting voice. So. Uh, the last song for him, I only got two today, but I really like this one as well. Uh, and this one's a little bit slower and, and, you know, less hard, but I really enjoy how he plays the guitar. It's called Nutshell. Yeah, it's a little bit more soothing. I like that. Indeed. Yeah. So that is Jerry Cantrell in a nutshell. Ha ha ha! Sorry, nice. I couldn't resist. <laughs> and it rhymes. Nutshell Cantrell. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. That's even better. <laughs> oh, well. So <laughs> next up for me is another one that rhymes. Tommy Emmanuel. <laughs> uh, on a roll today. Ah, wow. You planned this. I did not, honestly. This just comes to me it's my gift <laughs> and my curse <laughs> so tommy <laughs> now this guy was born in 1955 in australia and he Hi, was mate. yeah he was working as a professional musician at the blooming age of six pretty amazing wow so recognizing his musical talents of emmanuel and his older brother we'll call him phil for now uh not dunphy but phil <laughs> their father created a family band they sold their home and took his family on the road. With the li- family living in two station wagons, much of, much of Emmanuel's childhood was spent touring all of Australia, playing rhythm guitar, and rarely going to school. He can't read music, and his technique is very unique, so I thought I'd mention it here. He often curls his left thumb around the neck of the guitar onto the fretboard to play some notes, rather than only using his fingers to play and he frequently plays common three-finger chord shapes with just two fingers. Hmm. Now, he also commonly uses a thumb pick, a flat pick, his fingers, or a combination of these in his playing, a style known as hybrid picking. So, kind of some interesting uh, guitar facts. Um, Amongst his trademark rapid virtuoso licks and cascading harmonic progressions, he often uses a technique that imitated an electric guitar's tremolo system on acoustic guitar 
by pressing the palm of his right hand against the soundboard of the guitar near the neck joint while maintaining forward pressure with his left hand on the top of the headstock. And the guitar neck slightly bends away from the body and consequently affects the pitch of the strings to achieve the desired sound. So Interesting. Is that as clear as mud? Uh, ish, yeah. I, uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, if you watch some of his videos, you can kind of see the uniqueness, but... While I say that out loud, I have no idea what any of that means. <laughs> well, I liked the way you pronounced tremolo, how you said tremolo. So that was that was the most enlightening part of the, the whole thing. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so what I like is that this is one that you thought uh, as kind of an ace up your sleeve, you were going to save him for the final round, weren't you? Absolutely. Yeah, I had him on my list, and I don't remember where he was, but he was. I thought I could sneak him in at the end. So you, you floored me when you grabbed him. <laughs> He probably should be higher up on my list, but I wanted some other ones first. So, um, again, only two songs for me today. These ones are a little bit longer, um, and I just really, man, I, I love these songs. So I want to share them with everyone. So here is the first one, and this is Tall Fiddler Who Is Not On The Roof. <laughs> He just doesn't stop. <laughs> he just keeps going. Impressive. Um, my friend Barrett, he loves Tommy Emmanuel, and he's listened to a lot. He's always trying to show me videos of him playing live, and so I've, I mean, I've seen many, many of them because I love watching people. With the guitar, and the guy is amazing. So, uh, yeah, fantastic guitarist. Um, just a true virtuoso for, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I guess we can dedicate this session to Barrett. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> this one goes to you, Barrett. Nice nice job. Yes. You introduced me to Tommy Emmanuel. I guess you've known about him. You didn't I mean I didn't introduce you to him. You you found out about him through research or No, yeah. Yeah, I've known about him. A couple friends of mine okay. uh, that are guitar heads really like him. So Nice. Um so this next one, I really wanted to play like the entire song because it's just it's my favorite of him, but I only chose 2 minutes. If you love it, go listen to it. It's a uh, guitar. Uh, it's called Guitar Boogie, and this is a live version as well. So, just amazing stuff. All right, Guitar Boogie. Mm-hmm. 
that's just awesome, man. Yeah. If you ever have a chance to go to his concert, even if it's close by, go. This guy's. Yeah, I've never been, but I would. I would go. He plays for like a solid, you know, hour, two hours, just amazing nonstop guitar licks. So, do it. Might be worth flying to Australia just to see him. <laughs> yeah, you could pay the thousand dollars. That might be worth it. <laughs> or you could watch some YouTube videos. Oh man, uh, that's good stuff. Okay, Tommy Emanuel, thank you, sir. Okay, my next one, the last for the day, my number 25 is a left field pick. So this is not somebody that was on any lists or anything. It's just one that I've always loved, and his name is David Wilcox. He was born in 1958. There's actually two David Wilcox musicians. Oh, interesting. So this is the guy from Ohio. There's one from Canada as well that's a guitar player. Hmm. This is the David Wilcox from Ohio. He learned to play the guitar in college, so he didn't play anything growing up. Um, and in college, he picked it up. So any of you out there that are older, you can you can learn the guitar and become uh, like David Wilcox. Uh, he plays acoustic guitars made by Olsen. His fingerstyle playing, which is similar to Nick Drake and Joni Mitchell, extensively uses open tuning, often in combination with customized capos with notches cut out to allow lower strings to ring open. Um, now, he's, he's fine. I, I just like the way... I just love listening to him play. So you're not going to be blown away like you were with Tommy Emmanuel, but I just really enjoy his style. So I'm going to play you a couple short clips from his, uh, his album. This is from his 1989 album. So all three of these songs are from 1989. Uh, the first one is called Rusty Old American Dream. I am a tail fin road locomotive. You can polish my chrome so clean. We can fly off into the sunset together. A rusty old American dream. Still running. A rusty old American dream. <laughs> nice. I love when they end like that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you're going to hear a lot of singing in these clips because he, he doesn't do a lot of soloing. It's just him and his guitar most of the time. And so he just kind of uses his voice and his guitar together to create kind of this experience. So I just love listening to his music. Had you heard of him before? Yeah. So is this the one that you and Steve did the podcast about? Is this the same David Wilcox? Yep. Okay. Same David Wilcox, not the Canadian. And is he the one that also sings Babylon? No, that's David Gray. Oh, that's who I, Okay, so I have not heard of Wilcox until you and Guy... I always thought that that was the same person. So there's two Wilcoxes, one Gray. Gray's Babylon. You and Steve <laughs> Wilcox is this one. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Somehow you got that straight. Okay, so that was Rescue Old American Dream. Um, wow. And then here's another one. This is actually one that I played on the episode of Steve, and it's called Leave It Like It Is. And I'm just going to play the intro because he does some really cool things with, uh, with the guitar. So here is Leave It Like It Is. Okay, leave it like it is. What do you think? Well, I, I really loved that when you played that the first time uh, when you guys talked about it. But uh, 
I didn't really listen as much to the guitar that time, so that's an interesting uh, intro. I appreciate that. Really enjoyable. I, I like the folk sound that he brings. Yeah, and this is really unlike anything we've played. So I, I did want to include some of these more folky finger picking, and I mean we did get some finger picking obviously with Emmanuel, but he, he's kind of unlike. He, he's not a virtuoso. He just I just like the way he plays. So he definitely you won't find him on any list. I got one more uh, clip, and that is a song called "How Did You Find Me Here." Now inches from the water, about to disappear. I feel you behind me. How did you find me here? I feel you behind me Laughing in the water Wash away the tears I feel you behind me But how did you find me? you find me here that's great okay that's david wilcox yeah yeah i can just picture myself sitting out by the beach and Asking the people, hey, how'd you find me here? I'm in the middle of nowhere, you know. That's peaceful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like him a lot. So he's got a lot of good songs. And uh, I actually saw him in concert. I mentioned that with, with this, the episode that I did with my friend Steve. But uh, he's very entertaining. Um, when you when you see him in concert, I mean, you know he can play. Like, he's a very talented guitarist, but he doesn't flaunt it. He just kind of uses it to, to tell his stories and to sing his songs. His songs generally are stories. So, anyway. I love it. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode four as we make our way. To, I guess today would be Thursday. So, tomorrow will be Friday, episode five. We look forward to that. If you'd like to, you can vote on which of the guitarists today are your favorite. Um, any parting thoughts for us, Aaron? Yeah, everybody, when you get out there, just drive safely as you rock out to guitar. Yes, drive safely. Don't drink in guitar. (laughs) Don't drive in guitar. Don't hit the UPS or the Amazon trucks either, (laughs) because they'll hit you. (laughs) I feel like they they get in the they just stop in the middle of the road now instead of on the side. It's it's getting worse. So Mm -hmm. tangent. But anyway, you guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay, see ya. All right, bye. (laughs) 